You're listening to the Black History Month Book Review, brought to you by the Prince George Public Library. Tune in each week as library staff review great books by Black writers that you can find in our library collection. We gratefully acknowledge that we conduct our work on the ancestral lands of the Claytley Tanay. Welcome to the final episode of the Black History Month Book Review. I am Darcy. I'm Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Darcy. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Um, So today in our final episode here, we're going to be reviewing the book, The Skin We're In, A Year of Black Resistance and Power by Desmond Cole. And as always, I'll pass the mic to Luke and he'll give us a quick overview before we jump into our questions. The Skin We're In by Desmond Cole, it looks at one year, 2017, in uh, kind of race relations in Canada. So it looks at Canada as a whole, as well as Desmond Cole's own personal experiences during that year. He's a reporter, or he was at the time for the Toronto Star. And so he talks about his experience being arrested when he tried to hold police officers accountable for um, an alleged murder of a black man in Toronto. He talks about Indigenous activists fighting for uh, water and land rights. And he talks about Black Lives Matter and its role in Canadian society as well. Thank you, Luke. You're welcome. Uh, Okay, so question number one. What was Luke's favorite part of the book? (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of the book was the role that Black Lives Matter has played in Canada. It was really something that I was not well familiar with prior to reading this. I was much more familiar with a lot of the protests that have taken place in the U.S., but their prominence in Canada or the organization's prominence in Canada was something I was not previously aware of, so I really appreciated that. It opened my eyes quite a bit. That's exactly (laughs) my answer. Oh, awkward. (laughs) God, every time I told you not to do this. <laughs> um, I mind. <laughs> ooh, spooky. Um, next month we'll do a podcast on how we're twins. <laughs> and then I'll eat you at the end. <laughs> oh, like twins in utero? Yeah. Oh, gross. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, okay, so my favorite part, um, yeah, it's basically how illuminating it is. And by that I mean... I I greatly appreciate the time that Desmond Cole took into writing this examination of racism in Canada because it was so in depth. Like it was, it's not the word information overload. It's not that because that's kind of negative. But there was so much information that I that he put in it, and I was, and you could just tell like the time, like the amount of work that he uh, did. And I like I really needed to educate myself more on what's happening in Canada because I also consume a lot more media and news from the States. And as Canadians, which this kind of I think this came up in our previous podcast, um, they said this would be fun as a white Canadian 
like, I think, um, we, like myself, we too easily dismiss ourselves from taking responsibility in regards to racism. Um, because you hear comments like, oh, we don't have that here or like I'm colorblind or something. So we sort of talk as if we're exempt from accountability and like white privilege. Um, so that was kind of my, my favorite part is just educating myself, I guess. And I think I think he I remember he says in the book that that was one of his intentions as well was to kind of dismantle that Canadian smugness that comes surrounding mm-hmm. race that where we might think that just because we're not the U.S. that we are above it. And as he highlights in this book, we certainly are not. We have a lot of racism built into our society that needs to be addressed. Yeah, I always think about the Canadian traveler who puts like, you know, the Canadian flag patch on their backpack and it's supposed to be like safe passage and kind of you're like, I'm not American. And I think that's actually like a really good example of what we do in Canada in regards to racism is like, no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so second question. uh, What was your main takeaway? I'll let you go first. Well... I, I, I guess I kind of, I have overlapped these two questions to a degree, but one of my other main takeaways, because we're recording this on the day that the Capitol was stormed by white nationalists in the U.S., and they have been treated very gently by law enforcement there, mm-hmm. to say the least. And so I think this book really highlights the different treatment that Black Lives Matter protesters receive versus, and I don't even like compare because like on one, what the people who stormed the Capitol or are rioters or even domestic terrorists, they're not protesters. So even comparing them is not, uh, is a disservice to Black Lives Matter protesters, but it really shows the unfair treatment that Black Lives Matter uh, organizers and protesters have experienced and yeah, I, I, I think that's something to be really mindful of this kind of intense response that you have from some segments of society against that organization is, I, I think, pretty unfounded. And I think there's a lot to unpack for why that is the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's kind of, uh, uh, again, like where one of my takeaways too. I'm glad you keep letting me go first. <laughs> ha. <laughs> um, but Yeah, like, so kind of along that line, like, very early on in the book, um, he says that black lives have no borders. And I really like that statement because it does draw attention to the idea that racism isn't bound by location. It's not, you know, it's not just happening in the States. It doesn't need a passport. It's not stopping at the border. And he also highlighted examples of, you know, police doing wellness checks. And so, you know, it's a situation uh, where you have, you know, people of color who end up in crisis and they end up dead at the hands of cops when they were called there to help. And, you know, like you do these wellness checks because, you know, you want someone, a professional to come and help this person and it ends up deadly. And I would certainly never classify the police as professional support. I also, from this book, I also take away some sadness because with this book, even with, you know, all the years of documented concrete evidence about racial profiling and systemic racism, you know, I'm sitting here today and we still don't seem to have made any progress on changing the system that perpetuates this. So that sucks, 
I guess, is how I'll end my answer. <laughs> On an uplifting <laughs> note. Yeah. <laughs> so those, that was kind of my takeaway. And I, I do have, you know, there were a lot of good ones. And our next question is, what books would you recommend to someone who liked this book, even though now I feel sad? But uh, yeah, Luke, do you want to jump into what books you think you would recommend? Yeah, I would recommend, so I have a nonfiction and a fiction. Uh, the nonfiction book is When They Call You a Terrorist, uh, and it is written by one of the uh, original organizers of the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, Patrice Khan Kohlers. It is uh, kind of similar on the uh, s- similar lines as The Skin We're In. It's very good. And... And another, oh, sorry, neither of them are fiction. The uh, the other nonfiction. Wow. Yeah. The, uh, I had, well, <laughs> you know I'm just going to say three. So <laughs> that, uh, my original fiction book that I was going to say was The Hate You Give. Uh, oh, is that one of yours? Oh, awkward. Yes. I'll stop talking about it then. So then the third book. No, you can which, talk about it. It's fine. Uh, it, it, yeah. No, it's fine. The damage has been done. Just oh, wow, finish your point. So awkward. <laughs> And then the third, I'm all thrown off my game now. Sorry. <laughs> so the third book that I want to recommend is Stamped, Racism, Anti-Racism, and You. And it's mm-hmm. actually a young adult book, and it is nonfiction. And it's written by Ibram X. Kendi. And this book, because, so I think it would be great for kids, but myself as a young adult. <laughs> also, Emerging. <laughs> yeah, also found it really informative and I think because it was written for uh young people I found it really easy to engage with it was quite accessible and does a really good job of kind of tracking the history of racism and really clearly describes how uh a lot of our western societies certainly Canadian society is built with kind of racism as part of its infrastructure Mm -hmm. so we need to as a society work on dismantling that and rebuilding maybe a better one. Mm, Those are great. So for me, the books that I would recommend alongside this, um, one of them, this one was pretty popular, uh, From the Ashes, My Story of Being Métis, Homeless, and Finding My Way by Jesse Thistle. It was one of the Canada Reads books um, a couple years ago. Great book. Also made me feel very sad. I would also recommend reading the memoir, We Have Always Been Here, um, a queer Muslim memoir by Samra Habib. And it's probably, I think I read it in 2019, and it was one of my top books of the year. Um, I really appreciate how relatable it was. I love that it can be so relatable and also how our experiences can be so different at the same time. Um, I really, I don't know. I just like that. And then, yeah, I had the hate you give by Angie Thomas, but, uh, tell us about it, Darcy. No, (laughs) it's a great book. And there's also a movie that I quite enjoyed. So those are my three, any final words before we conclude? I have no final words. Okay. Thanks for listening. Um, you can find The Skin We're In in our library in print, and it's also an ebook and an audiobook on Overdrive for Libraries. And this is our final episode, so I would like to thank all of our dear listeners for listening. And we hope that you found some great books to add to your 2021 reading list. And we would love if you commented and engaged with us through social media. Ask us questions, recommend us books. Luke would love it. (laughs) That's it for us. Um, Goodbye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Black History Month Book Review, a PGPL podcast. You can catch a new episode every Monday in February. If you'd like to follow along with the readings, go to pgpl.ca slash podcasts.